Greetings and welcome to the playlist review for January 2022. My name is Jason and we are here to discuss the games of January and those games were Horace, Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4 or 5 and the winner of our Discord poll, It Takes Two. Joining me this time, as always, it's the, uh, I think, a bit of um, hate being swung towards him at this particular moment as we record um, from his cross-seasons challenge. It's, uh, it's Alex. How are you doing, mate? Hello. I'm doing all right, thanks. A little mm. bit sad. I mean, it's, it feels like a little bit of a sad occasion tonight recording this. But Yeah, yeah. it's our last ever playlist uh, podcast that we will be recording um uh, there will be no more after this one and uh, yeah when you look back on uh, all the games that we discovered through Game Club and and through the playlist even through its short life um, yeah I think it's going to be it's a little bit of a sad time but um, onward and onward onward and onward how does that even work I have no idea but um, you know the time that we gain from not doing the playlist um, is going to be spent very wisely on uh, bringing back the Desert Island cartridges, so... Uh, yeah. And let's hope we're finishing on a high. I have got a, quite a positive feeling that this is going to be a very high episode for me. So, not, you know, nothing to do with the fact that, you know, Horace is going to win this poll, surely. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, but um, yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully, um, you know, as we're talking about it, um, my plan is at some point in the next month to try and round up as many of the cross players as I can, and um, to go through all the games that were um, that won the particular month of of Game Club and playlist, and we're just going to try and go through each of those and try and give them a ranking. <laughs> Um, and uh, see, see how we end up with like a, a top five of our favourite Game Club playlist games. So maybe you should keep an eye out for that podcast um, um, at some point because that's something I definitely want to try and arrange. And I'm sure you'll that be able to. carnage. Exactly. Yeah. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Or maybe um, a lot of <laughs> shouting might be involved. I don't know. But um, I waffle. And I need to uh, introduce our next guest. And um, this is the last playlist. It'd be nice to uh, bring one of our patrons on to the onto the show. And um, so, everyone, welcome Tyler to the podcast. Hello, mate. Hello, guys. Hello, and how are you? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. And you guys? Mm-hmm. Lovely. Now, I must um, I must apologise if um, I mean like. Ha- I mean, you spell your name T-Y-L-O-R on Discord. Now, this is why I always make a fool of myself, because I did this with Lelena when we were playing one night, and I said, oh, Lelena, what's your real name? <laughs> oh, it's Lelena. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I felt pretty stupid. So, I'm going to do it again, but I mean, is it spelled T-Y-L-O-R, or is it T-Y as in L-E-R? No, it's um, it's spelled O R. I don't okay. fully know why that choice was made. It's, Fair enough. You are not the first, and won't be the last person to be a little <laughs> bit confused by it. Yeah, because my youngest son is called Tyler, so I do apologise during this whole podcast, as I will probably call you Tyler instead of Tyler. That's, that's fine. I won't notice the difference. <laughs> I'm used to far worse. Yeah. I've got family that still don't get it right, so I don't even worry. All right. Okay. Fair enough. And you're joining us all the way from Jersey. How's that? Yeah, it's uh. Kind of like where you guys are, but sure. maybe I mean, like a degree or two warmer. 
and a lot windier. I just assume, yeah. like, yeah. you know, I have a friend who lives on the Isle of Man, and, like, he's constantly saying how windy it is. I assume that's the it's, same for you. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I wouldn't have said it's, I don't know, maybe it's a bit windier and I'm just used to it, so I don't know. I was going to say, like, a 55-mile-per-hour gale is like a five-mile-per-hour breeze for us, kind of. Oh, no. No, no, no. Not that bad. Not that bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, it sounds much like Scotland, so. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, I suppose it is, actually, isn't it? This is me just sitting here in Essex, you know, with, like, nothing. We get nothing apart from rain and sun and clouds. That's it. We're boring down here. And fake tans. And fake tans, yeah. Not me personally, but, you know, yeah. Yeah, this is the only way is Essex really did tarnish the the, the image of Essex, unfortunately. Yeah, Thank we're not going much. to the pajazzles. <laughs> <laughs> you leave my pajazzles alone, man. <laughs> okay um, So just before we jump in I just want to mention our Patreon uh, Where we have a lovely selection of tiers Starting from £2 Which will gain you access to all sorts of goodies Including over a ton of extra podcasts And pre-pod shows That link is patreon.com forward slash the cross players And to our current patrons Tyler Thanks guys, you're the best um, So right, to the games And the first game I want to talk about is Da-da-da Horace Shocker Um now, um, everyone knows how much I love Horace. Everyone knows, like, it's one of my favourite ever games. Um, Tyler, is that the same for you? Yeah, I'm. Um, I kind of went through a, a pretty serious change of opinion of Horace because mm-hmm. I remember so I was... on Discord that at the beginning you were absolutely hating this game, wasn't you? Yeah, it's um, it took me a little while to gel with it for sure because mm. I'd 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 gone in sort of blind. Yeah, I'd heard a lot of good things from you guys. Looked it up on the eShop a couple of times when it was on sale. Like, do I want it? Do I not? Um, figured it'd end up in Game Club slash playlist eventually. So I was like, then I will pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I was expecting like six to eight hours of fairly sort of normal platforming, mm-hmm. but with like a, a strong story, but that was a lot more sort of like standard and family friendly and kind of quaint. Um, so to get thrown into what is arguably one of the hardest platformers I've played and ended up taking me much closer to 20 hours was a pretty big surprise and hit me a little bit like a brick wall to start with. Mm. I can imagine that is probably the case, actually. As you say, you went in blind, so you didn't really know what you were letting yourself in for, I guess, was you? But I had the same experience when I picked it up on the eShop um, and I picked it up in that fateful sale that was 89p. Um and I'm thankful now that the physical finally happened so I could actually pay a proper price for it and give a bit of money back to the developers because it's definitely worth it. Um, but yeah, you go in blind, you don't know what you, what's going to hit you and um, it hits you hard really, doesn't it? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> kind of going through and like every now and then I'd check my death count and just mm-hmm. like shake my head at myself. I was like, how, how has this happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's really easy with Horace because, like, I mean, I assume you two did the same kind of stuff. And even when I replayed it this month, um, I still did this. Like, I used, you know, I would have died four or five times in the same place and then uh, respawn and then just walk into an electric fence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the time. For no reason at all. I'm like, damn it. I'm trying to keep this death count down this time around. And I'm still doing stupid stuff like that. So I'm glad it's not just me. 
Um, Alex, what about yourself, mate? I mean, I've probably been a little bit like Tyler in the fact that it's it started off and I was very much like, oh my God, I hate this game. Like, mm-hmm. But it's, it's not that I hate it at all, but I've maybe not come as full circle as Tyler has either. I've still, I've not quite finished it and maybe that's why I've not quite come the full circle and I appreciate what it's doing, but I can't say it's brought me much joy. <laughs> that's maybe the best way to put it. I, I mean, I appreciate the game. I appreciate what's in it. I like all the nostalgic touches. I like, but from an actual enjoyment perspective, I, I haven't really enjoyed it. I mean, yet. how far are you into the game, Alex? I think I'm about probably more than three quarters in. I think I'm about chapter fifteen or sixteen. Um, so, and I think what from what you guys said is what what about twenty two chapters? Yes. Um. So fairly, fairly well into it. Um. And I don't know if it's... I can't put my finger on why I'm maybe not enjoying it as much as other people because it's not even platforming. Yeah, it's, it's challenging, but it's fine. Like I'm kind of getting through that. The the story, I'm probably not taking as much from the story as other people seem to, but whether that's because I've not finished it and not tied it all up, potentially. Um, the boss battles, I hate. Like, <laughs> I, I just can't get any better at them is maybe a good way of putting it but what i really appreciate on the other hand is that it makes them easier the worse you get at them i really like the mechanic that they put in there that makes the boss battles easier the more you die Mm, yeah like i think that was a very sensible thing to do so that that doesn't impede you from progressing in the game yeah whereas eventually like you just need to hit it once and it's dead because you've died that many times (laughs) um i really appreciated that not that i got to the extent where I only had to do it once, it wasn't quite that. But um, which one, which, which boss have you struggled with the most? Do you think there was the one was the big giant robot, and then you had to, and you kept moving down, and eventually you then had to go inside it and then platform through it, and yeah, and like is this one ever going to end? Because <laughs> that one just felt like it kept going and going. Yeah. Um, and then the first one was it one of the kind of earlier ones that had all the fire balls that used to shoot out, and it was just mm-hmm. proper. It's pretty much all of them. Yeah, it's very. I feel like it was that one. That was a, yeah, there was one that was like the kind of wooden one. Was it wooden one? And it was just like spirals of fire that you just had to kind of work your way. Oh, is this the the one that was um like a train type thing, and it goes round? Yeah, around I think so. Yeah, it was. It's yeah, like that was one train. of the earlier ones. Yeah. Because I don't, I wouldn't say as you went on, they got any worse. I think there was quite a good variety of them. They were all a bit different, and I appreciated the variety that it presented. But I think for me, and we were talking about this in Crosscast last week because I'd picked up the physical, which I know you also have, mm-hmm. Jason. And, and I think there's potentially been a little bit of me see because of Horace has kind of been this not quite a running joke, but it's been. It's almost become the mascot of the cross players over the last <laughs> six, eight, twelve months. Sure. And I I probably went into this with the attitude that I, I didn't want to like it. Hmm. And do you know how that way you get to that stage where you've heard about something so much and you just and there's also that element is cause now as you say, I picked it up in the same sale as you. And it's like, right, I only paid eighty nine P for this. It doesn't have any right to be that good. Hmm. Yeah, there's definitely. a little bit of that psychology in there as well. Um but I think for me, sorry, on you go. No, I was going to say, I'm surprised where you, where you mentioned about the story. 
Um, I mean, I think that was one of the things that really gripped me of the game and made me want to do the platforming even more and su- to succeed to get to the next part of the game. Um, and obviously that's one of the things that the game is well known for with the story and the narration mm-hmm. of it all. And I'm just quite surprised that that hasn't grabbed you to make you want to, especially ha- as you're so far into the game. Um, so you've experienced quite a lot of that story already. Um, and obviously you'll, you'll get into the point where that is going to come to the, you know, the end game. Um, yeah. And I'm just quite surprised that that hasn't, gripped you enough to to make you want to get to that last part yeah i don't even know why i I think one of the reasons is i don't like the voice (laughs) okay and a lot and a lot of that narration comes out and and i know that's just being a bit picky but when there's something like and i get it's a robotic voice completely understand that but it just i don't know i I think i struggle to listen to it yeah you're not on your own i mean i know there's a few people out there that don't get on with that voice and it does great on some people um but you know they always say i'm good at taste Alex. <laughs> i mean but I, I, I do say i appreciate i yeah. appreciate the game and i appreciate what it does it's maybe just it just hasn't gelled with me as much as potentially it has with everyone else um but i will finish it i most definitely oh, will good. finish it mm-hmm. well, i look forward to um seeing all the swears and curses on discord then when you're getting through some of those last bits yeah if i ever find my way back to the hallway that's about um, yeah, coming yeah. back to the hallway from just keep the, looking on your map on, mate just keep checking your map I that's what check I, my map i still can't work out how it gets in rooms <laughs> i think it's been that long since i got to the boss yeah yeah i can't remember how to get back mm-hmm. what was the last one you did um the underwater get... one. Oh, so it's... you've done that one You've yeah. done, you you were sweated through all that section and, you know, you just can't get back to the... Yeah. Unbelievable, Tyler, isn't it? That boss nearly cost me a set of Joy-Con, so <laughs> I'm saying nothing. That was, I reckon that was the hardest. That was where I got the most deaths of any any boss fight in that game. But what... Honestly, that's probably the one I got through the easiest. But The actual but, boss fight itself was totally fine. Oh, but when you're swimming, trying to beat her... The, yeah. the robot in the swimming it was the first part isn't it when you're trying to get through all the fans yeah um and then the i think the bit even on my replay the the part that i struggled with on that section was um i think it was the first part of the race where you've got to swim down and then you've kind of got to do a u turn upwards and then you go back it's like a yeah, yeah up it's and down, down section down up and then you kind of have to dolphin but, jump but, but on then, the way up to go back down again. But then as you that last that last section where you need to go up, it moves left to right, doesn't it? And you've got to really yeah. time it right um t- to get up that last bit. And um yeah, even now fucking <sighs> <laughs> Um but um yeah, finally managed it in the end. Perseverance, that's the key for this kind of game. So I wonder if that's it with you, Alex, where like the the frustration from dying repeatedly and getting pushed frustration wise to your limit means by the time you get to the story you're like okay look just let me get through this and then carry on punishing me it might be i mean that is definitely a possibility um because i mean i understand what's going on in the story but i'm definitely not invested in it but that's a very good point it could be the fact that i get so frustrated to the time i get back to the story that i don't then pay enough attention to it 
Because you had you had moments as well, didn't you, Tyler, where you had to take a break? Oh, definitely. You? Yeah, you, you know, I'd I'd spend twenty five thirty minutes on like one room or one boss or like a specific section, like Alex is saying, where you have those four sections where you have to get a an object from point A to point B. Um, and I'd like run out of time or I'd find myself with like less than 10 seconds left on the timer by the time I got it back. Mm. Um, and then I'd put, put the game down, come back a few hours later and then first time, just, <laughs> just walk through it. I just need that little break and then I just need to power through the last, the last sections. Can I ask the real question, Alex? Mm-hmm. Would you be more likely to have finished it if it had achievements? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Like, because there's this is twenty twenty two, Alex. You're talking to Tyler, mate. You know? Trophies, it's trophies. No, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I don't think so because I, I think I would more more likely. It's probably as well I'm playing as handheld rather than on an Xbox or something because the probably controller would have been launched through the TV. <laughs> um, but Very much one of those. I would like to see it come to Xbox, though, and you know, um, I think it would make uh, uh, a good Xbox Game Pass game. Um, so, I mean, when I when I did talk to Paul and Sean for the playlist in December, um, and for the Wolfie Pod, you know, I did both times bring up the Xbox, but you know, they're hoping to bring it to the Xbox at some point, but they just they don't know when, and and it's probably down to five or five games. Um, at the end, but I mean, um, I mean, half of it is intrigued on what achievements they would um, include in the Xbox version or even on the PlayStation. Um, and I can imagine uh, some of those achievements will probably be quite hard to get. Yeah, I imagine, imagine some of the names it... for them. Sorry, oh, I yeah. imagine some of the names for some of the achievements could just be fantastic. As if they put a, a trophy or something in, though, to an achievement saying you have to complete it in less than 200 deaths or something, and you're like... Yeah, all right. That. No chance. You've got no chance, unsure, unless there's someone who's already managed it. I don't know. I, I did have a look for stuff like that, and I couldn't find anyone doing, like, deathless or low death. I saw someone speed run it in, like, I think it was either two and a half or three and a half hours, and watched, like, chunks of them doing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's um, possible because I think you can skip the scenes. Um, you can you can skip some of them, but the stuff that he was doing that was cleverer that I kind of wish I'd thought of in hindsight is right. where you get the um, the little floaty object things that give you like an extra health point, basically. Oh, with the little heads. Yeah. Um, what he was doing is he'd go into a room with two of them and then jump so that he knew he'd hit two hazards on the way down but he'd skip the entire room by doing it yes yeah i've done that in a couple of rooms <laughs> yeah i, think yeah, I did it by accident have. yeah 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 i think we all did it once you realize once like, yeah oh <laughs> this is my new trick <laughs> to deliberately hurt myself and then just sail through the section <laughs> yeah that's your that was your strategy for the bosses didn't you say alex yeah, basically just die as much as it is, so you just need that final hit. <laughs> I mean, there is in the game, um, you, you have to collect enough junk to yeah. get some of these upgrades. Um, but I mean, there is um, uh, one upgrade where you get temporal, tem- temporarily invincible, um, which came in quite handy when I was trying to get the million junk total. Um, yeah, so I, mean, I bet. Sorry, Tyler? The... Um- 
that's right. That's, I just imagine that invulnerability makes set like getting some of the more difficult and like the high value pieces of junk a lot easier. Uh, um, but that that junk yeah. system in general is like there's such a fun little mechanic mm. just to to tack onto the side of the game, and it got me to do so many of the random little extra corners of rooms or like empty rooms or yep. try and get to like an extra exit just for the sake of a little bit more junk. Mm. And it's like when you when you find that area and there's just a shitload of junk, you're like, yeah, baby, <laughs> look at this. <laughs> And it's like, ching, 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 ching. Yeah, it's it is definitely satisfying. Or like, as you get later in the game, and you start revisiting old areas, but have access to more parts of them, and you find like the big ticket stuff that's worth like ten, fifteen, twenty. There's probably bigger ones than that. Yeah, but like um, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand in one hit. Yeah, the 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 bad ram. I think yes, they are in in the game. Yeah, and I think the I think. I was on uh, 850,000 junk and uh, I found out there was 124,000 RAM in one of the rooms. Um, so, uh, yeah, I went and got that bad boy. I was like 2,000 out. I was like, no. In the end, what I was doing um, was I took a screenshot of the map of the house and then I was going to visit each room and then checking the junk total in the uh, on the map screen. And uh, if That's there was no junk or like two or three um, pieces of junk in that room, I, I was marking on on the on the picture on the photograph that I took. <laughs> so I could, you just got so, like an A4 printout and you're just crossing rooms <laughs> yeah. off one at a time. Kind of, yeah. I was highlighting it on my phone um, just to say I've checked this room um, and there's nothing in this one, so I can move on to the next one. And it was. And I started from the left hand side of the house, and I move move work my way across the house, and it was the room on the far right of the house at the bottom where I found a crap load of junk that I had not been into, which oh. got me over the million. I was like, if I only started from the right to the left. <laughs> That's always the way, though, isn't it? With like that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It was right. But Alex, you're going to have nightmares about having to do that, having to like comb through that house again, aren't you? I'm not doing that. <laughs> I was say, they're, they're, to be fair, there's some of those rooms that I wouldn't like to do any more times. No, than I had to because they it, were very, very difficult. Yeah, it it did get. I mean, I was trying to avoid the house because I didn't really want to go through the house again and find all any any junk because you know some of them are really a pain in the backside to to get through. Um, but like I said, the temporal uh, invincibility upgrade that you can buy from the shop really helps with that after you've completed the game even. So, you know, you want to go back and do this like I did. Um, yeah. you, you can see those difficult parts of the room and just go, I'll oh, just, just put the invincibility on and then just skip through it, um, which which made it less of a chore because you knew you didn't have to struggle and keep dying through these difficult parts. But it was still a little bit of a, a chore to get through some of those rooms again um, just to find this last bloody 2,000 odd bits of junk but um, yeah it's worth it in the end that that extra ending I have no doubt for someone who likes the game as much as you do was mm. worth the, the investment yes um, yes it was I can't I'm obviously not going to say anything but it's on YouTube if anyone wants to look as is everything these days but <laughs> it was a good feeling man it was a good feeling definitely a good feeling 
Yeah, I think when you love a, a game that much, to get to the end of it and do the like the hundred percent and get all the little bits that you know, especially knowing how much the guys loved making that game and how much yeah. valuable love it is for them, to see their you know their little gift back to you for the all time investment must be really rewarding. Mm. I mean, I think the first one I ever did, I got to three hundred thirty thousand junk and I was done. Um, so. But I don't really know what I mean. It's it's weird, isn't it? Like how some games just click for you, don't they? And and you're just all over it. Whereas a lot of other games, you're just like, no, it was all right. It was it was pretty good. But um, and uh, we, we revert back to what you were saying at the beginning, Tyler. Like with those first couple of hours, and you wasn't really gelling with it. Um, what was there any particular reason why that was happening? Um. I'm honestly not sure. I think because it was because the platforming was suddenly not what I expected. I was kind of thinking, yeah, I can cruise through this. It's not going to be massively difficult. It's not going to be too taxing mentally. Um, and then it just punished me in a big way. Um, and then in between, like the way it tells the story is, you know, where Alex is saying he's not too sure about it. It feels like maybe an acquired taste. And once you've had a few hours of it you're like okay i can see the i can see what they're going for now i can see the funny side of some of this um and when like the characters started to get more and more fleshed out i was like okay i kind of want to see more of what's going on um and the the frustration just turned to like now i'm beating this i am beating this game yeah yeah um and i'm, I'm kind of playing a game like that right now um which i can't actually mention because it's under embargo but um, I'm getting the same kind of feelings. Like it's a challenging game, but um, I really, really just really want to do that challenge and get to the next stage. Um, so it is really rewarding when you find a game that has that kind of balance to make you want to do that. It's really cool. Yeah, definitely. It's something that I've actually like with AAA games. I don't feel like that so much anymore. I feel like a triple A game I'll see through for the sake of kind of seeing it through and I'm kind of yeah. chipping a few hours in. But indies are like are something that when you get a game like that, even if it's hard, there's something almost more rewarding about how into it you get. Like I found it with mm, Ollie yeah. Ollie. Like I know this is another one that you haven't got had didn't have the best relationship with was Ollie Ollie Alex from what you said. Oh no! Um, I I grew I grew to I grew to enjoy Ollie Ollie probably all, more Ollie Ollie too than Ollie Ollie but at least then started to I wasn't very good at it but I enjoyed it. This is this is it. It's that same thing of like you know you start out not very good and you're like oh, I'm I'm really not sure and then you play it for a few hours and you're like I actually really like this mm-hmm. and your opinion just completely almost flips on its head. And I think yeah, indies yeah. have done that better for me recently than than AAA stuff has. Yeah. Um... I mean, like the other the other big game from last year for me was Spiritfarer, um, for the same kind of kind of reasons. An indie game, and it was just an amazing experience. But you're right with the triple A's. I mean, from the top of my head, I think the only two kind of recent ish triple A's games really was like Control um, that I got really invested in, and uh, the next game that we're going to talk about, which is Spider Man. I really got invested in that game as well. But the the indies are definitely way more so than the AAAs. Yeah. I mean, if you look back, we're starting to see a bit of a common theme here, Jason, like the games that you're loving and in the indie space, and I'm sitting here on the other side going, oh my God, I hated this. 
Because, <laughs> um, I mean, it's, as you mentioned, Spirit Fairer again there, and I just yeah. had those flashbacks did you, to those did you have a stupid mini-games. Did you, you have a little, like, oh, ooh, a little shudder? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but again, Spirit Fairer, I persevered through because I did enjoy Spirit Fairer, and I just didn't really like all the faff that came along with it. If you could have stripped all that back and just had the story, I would have really liked Spirit Fairer. Because um, yeah. I remember at the time when we were doing the review pod for that, and we were like, I can't believe I spent 30 hours playing that this one. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. You just lost the time, and it is those kind of games that you just lose that time. It's a bit like similarly, but it's not the same in terms of a challenge, and once it clicks, it's fine, but nobody saves the world. Recently, I've had very much that experience. I started that game, and I'm like, this is amazing. And you just couldn't put it down. Like, and you wanted to do everything. You wanted to upgrade all the different bits and pieces. You just gel with these games, and you're like, right, that's it. I'm not. I'm finished, but I'm not finished. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And I completely agree with what Tyler's saying because I don't. I don't feel the same with the AAA games anymore. It's a bit like if you look at something like Valhalla, far too big a game. I enjoyed the game. Yeah. Took me. 70 odd hours to finish the story Yeah, so much still to do but I'm still, I think that was maybe last February or March I finished that story and said right I'll, I'll leave it for a bit, I'll go back and I'll do all the other side bits and whatever, I'm still never going back to it because you're just like no I don't have that time anymore but I don't know, you just can't make a game that big these days can you surely with like the amount of other games that are coming out already you know like can you expect someone to spend over a hundred hours in one game now? Even like, I don't know, like someone you know, uh, an eighteen-year-old teenager who's got plenty of time on his hands, um, you know, and and can spend a load of time playing video games. I mean, even that person might even just get fed up because they're going to get distracted by loads of other games that are coming out. Surely, I mean, yeah. it, it it depends because you have live service stuff that does really well and. Like I am, I am a intermittent addict to Destiny. An expansion will come out, and I will like, I basically just stop functioning as a human being for about a month. <laughs> um, and there, are, you know, there are guys that can do that for you know, and girls yeah. that can do that for like three, four, five hundred hours over the yeah. course of a few months. Um, yeah. And then you look at what's happened with with Dying Light Two, where that's come sure. out, and the devs were like, "Oh, to do absolutely everything, it's going to take five hundred hours. Look how cool that is." And everyone kind of turned around and were like, don't care. If it's not, yeah. do you know what I mean? We'd rather have 20 hours of time well spent than 500 hours of, oh, just one more thing. Just yeah. one more thing. Completely. Yeah, because yeah, it gets a bit of a slog in the end. Because, you know, especially getting that big and it's like, is it over yet? Come on, please. I yeah. just kind of just want to get this done now and, and kind of move on to the to the next game that I want to play. Um and, you know, I don't know with Game Pass. I mean, it's like one of the bad negative sides from Game Pass where you you know there's all these other games just sitting there waiting for you that you could just jump into and stuff. But I, I think it's more, and, and this is going to sound like a grumpy old man type thing to say, mm. but the older you get, the more you value your time. Mm. So, I mean, you, you have a limited amount of time to play games and you may be don't you want to play more games and you don't want to sit there and spend eighty hours in the one game when you could have maybe played four, five, six, seven games in that time. But you probably get more enjoyment out because of those the slog that you feel in that big game. And I think there's definitely a bit of a trend away from that. Um yeah. but there's still space for them every so often I'll be like 
maybe not this year, but next year, and a new Assassin's Creed will come out, and I want to play it, and I will play it. Um, yeah. But it's just one now. It's a, it's a, a rarity for me to want to start one of those games now because I just yeah. the the investment, the time investment that it requires, just puts me off Chevy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the only game series that will make me play a hundred hour game is Zelda. That that would be the only series I think that would you know with Breath of the Wild, obviously it being such a big game, you know. I'd yeah. Spend yeah, that was that was one hundred and twenty hours. I spent very very well. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, yeah, I'm quite happy to spend a lot of time in the Zelda game, and Zelda can have all the t- all my time. So um, that that would be the one game series I think that that makes me do that. But I do generally, you know. Just thinking of Valhalla, just, ooh, just, yeah. <laughs> right, no, I'm like, thanks. Even if it was a tenner. If I walked into Tesco and it was a tenner on PlayStation 4 or whatever, and I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm fine. Thanks. I'm fine. Yeah. But just in its defence, it was a very good game. I'm sure it just was. And, and, you know, I, I hear plenty of really positive things about the game, um, and a lot of people have enjoyed it. So, it's re- you know, obviously, like you said, there is a market for these games. Yeah. Just not in my house. Um, well we tangent and uh, uh, we need to get back to our game so um, let's move on to game number 2 and that was Spider-Man for PlayStation 4 and 5 I didn't get back to this game this month because I was too busy playing Horus Um, and uh, Alex I know you you did go back to it didn't you I did indeed and I've thoroughly enjoyed going back to it Um, I played this game the first time probably a month or two after it came out. Um, when that was when was it? 2017, 2018? I'm not sure how long ago it was now. I don't know. Um, 20, 2018. 2018, I yeah. I think so. Um, and I, I think I'd blocked out a lot of um, how, <laughs> how much there is to the game. It's a very big game. I mean, yeah. you can't you can mainline it and mainline through the story and ignore all the side missions, etc. And just get through it, but that's missing out on half the fun. Like, I think everyone knows what Spider-Man is. It's everyone, well, most people know what Spider-Man is. You're just in this relatively open world of New York, um, Manhattan, um, exploring it, zipping through the buildings and your web, um, slinging across, and that slinging mechanic, that web swing mechanic is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, just yeah, it's really good. Being able to walk. Things just made it. Just been and able then, to walk along the side of buildings and um, do jumps, can't you, on the sea, on the rooftops, and just to keep the momentum going, can't you? It's uh, really effective. Yeah, yeah and then as they can, sorry, on you go. No, just there's there's something to be said for how fluid and smooth and natural that feels from the second you start that game, hmm. and I don't think it'd be, you know, it, it's a, it's a fantastic game aside from that, but I think it would. It wouldn't be the same game if that mechanic wasn't so perfect. Yeah, as it's right from that very first moment, and then I think when you do it, then because I was playing the remastered version on the PS5, and then you've got the jail sense and the the, the resistance and the trigger, and then the haptic oh, feedback, okay. and you're like, mm. I had played Miles Morales, so I'd already kind of experienced that. Um, but it still, it still just feels so good. I mean, mm. the whole 
the whole game, I think, feels so good. Even a lot of people maybe don't like the combat as much. I enjoy the combat. It's fairly mm. simple. It's really yeah. fluid. It's fast. Um, all the different uh, weapons and upgrades that you can get make it really cool. Like having different type of web bombs or whether it's the spider bots or all the different gadgets that he has. Like there's so many options to explore and so many different ways to play it and attack the attack the combat, whether you want to be more stealthy, whether you're just happy to dive right in the middle and fight your way through it, which I tend to do a bit more because <laughs> it's more fun. Um, yeah, I just always went hell for leather and just jumped straight in and just kicked the crap out of them all. There was no mucking around with me. Yeah. yeah. I think I remember trying to go the stealth way um, and then just kind of like oh, doing, yeah. doing pretty poorly at it and just going, do you know what? Let's just be loud and yeah. make this fun. I mean, it was nice, you know, you, um, when you, I think it was the warehouses, isn't it? You, you go into uh, and you have to fight all the, the bad guys. And it was nice when yeah. you jumped in and you actually managed to pull off like five minutes of being stealthy or whatever. And then you fucked it up and you're like, all right, here we go then, guys, yeah. let's go. Um, you know, you, you're on the roof beams and, um, you know, you can uh, web up, you know, go down and web the, web the bad guys up and hang them up on the thing and such. And I'm like... Every time, every time, someone would see me do it, and I'm like, oh, all right, go yeah. on then. Because I, I think that's one of the one of the things in him. I think there's one. There's only two trophies I've not got in Miles Morales, and one of them is you need to do one of the warehouses without being seen. So you, you take everyone down stealthily, and I'm like, that's the only one I've not got. Because I think it's, I don't even think it's that difficult to do. And some of them, <laughs> it's just more very much like. That's just not how I play, and I think that's why I struggle with so many games like this because I'm very much like I can't hold back, I can't be tactical. If I'm going into a fight, I'm going into that fight um, right into the middle of it. So mm-hmm. you've been no good on Hitman, then? No, definitely not. That's why I've not even tried it. Uh, yeah. It would be, but I, I think the other thing that I thought about this game is I definitely blocked some of the bits out that I didn't enjoy as much. So playing it again and it was like you've got different sections within the game, whether you're um, MG or Miles, and I totally forgot Miles was in this game and that's where he came from. But mm-hmm. I think it's because the sections you're involved with them are like these were, oh, you need to creep around here and nobody can see you and you need to get from A to B and you're like, oh, these are so boring. Like those bits of the game that just needed to be pulled and stripped out. Like I don't, I didn't see any need in them, like the AI in it as I think came. Um, some of the guys in the Discord agreed. Um, the AI at that point, you're like, it's so stupid. You're like, there's no way they can't see you. You're literally walking past them. Like, and yeah. I mean, wasn't it? Was it just the idea of like breaking up the gameplay a little bit and and just making it a little bit more interesting? Well, interesting. I don't know if that's the right word, but you know, like just just to break it up and you know not have you swinging around and doing all the Spider Man stuff and just doing having this instead. Yeah, yeah is it like I think they could have done it in a more interesting way, though. Yeah, that's probably true. That is probably true. But I don't know. I like it as a world building thing. Like it might not be, it might not feel great. And I remember finding those sections really dull as well. But if nothing more than to highlight how cool and how fun being Spider-Man actually is, mm, they kind yeah. of, you know, they kind of do that well, if nothing else. Mm. And um, I mean, I think the other part of the game that really obviously helped take you into this world was the story that they told and roping all the different characters in and all the villains um, yeah really good fun fighting all the different villains wasn't it the sinister six yeah, yeah. 
That mm. is, it just, that's something about the story that I think so many, you know, whether it's games, TV, movies, there are too many things now where you try and bring too many characters in, especially when it's um, an adaptation of something where you don't give characters enough time to fully develop them. And mm. this game just does that so, so well. Like you feel, none of the villains feel like they're just thrown in for the sake of a name. Like yeah. you understand about them and what they're about, what they're into, what their background is. Even, you yeah. know, as someone who's not massively well-versed on Spider-Man as a a premise, like I knew a lot about all of the villains from playing that game yeah. and the way it, it builds them up as characters, especially when you think how many of them there are, is really impressive to me. Yeah. I mean, spoiler warning, but we're four years past this game coming out, so I don't think it's too much of a spoiler, but like... <laughs> When particularly the section as you see there, Tyler, when you get to the end and it's kind of just nearing the end when you know that Doc Ock has got a hold over each of these other villains and you're in that um, hideout and it's got all different sections of each of the villains to see like what issues they had, what he's promised them, getting that little bit of backstory on them and kind of understanding the situation, the predicaments that they're in. Like it does all of that so well and um, builds it out without being too much either. I wouldn't say then it you like spend hours on each one and then like it because you can go too far the other way and you get too much information too much time spent in each one whereas i think it just got the balance right yeah definitely definitely and the the kind of what it does for for peter and nmj and starting to fold miles in which i think it does brilliantly um and sets miles morales up so well without any of us sort of really knowing it was coming but Again, spoiler warning, the end of the story to that game is exceptional. It's so well-weighted emotionally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even the kind of whole last section, like right from the last third of it probably just builds so nicely. Um, And it does, it just, it really does set up Miles Morales and when you then kind of look at Miles Morales when you go on, like it takes everything from this game and just makes it better. Because um, I know Miles Morales wasn't really a sequel, it was more of a kind of follow-up rather than a full-blown sequel, but it just, it took all the bits of this that were maybe a bit more frustrating and just kind of levelled it out a bit. Because um, that's kind of talking the more frustrating point, because like, you, you don't need to do these things, but obviously, as I was kind of saying earlier, I did. I got the Platinum Trophy for this back in the day when I played it, and I'm like, I'm not going to get the Platinum again, I'm just going to play through the story, and then you're playing it, and you're like... But I'm just going to do that bit anyway because that's quite good fun. And I'm just going to do this bit before you know it. You don't have that much left. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go and I'm just going to get the platinum. But you forget how many of those street crimes that you need to do in the mm. different varieties in each of the different districts. And you're like, oh my word. Why yeah. did it need all of these? Yeah, that, that that was one of the things I didn't particularly enjoy about the game uh, was that waiting for the um, crimes to be committed. So I yeah. could... And then uh, if I was too slow, I would miss the miss it completely. And I'm like, oh, God's sake. <laughs> it's um, interesting that you were saying, Alex, how Miles Morales kind of goes and, and it feels like a better, more refined version of that game. Because I remember going back, you know, I don't know how long, 15 years, maybe more. Um, and there being, it was either a PS1 or PS2 era Spider-Man game where yeah. you could do a lot of the same things. You could swing around a city. You had all these different suits to go and unlock and all this stuff. And I remember playing that thinking like, wow, this is really cool. Like they've they've nailed this concept of Spider-Man with this game. And then to have, you know, come 2018, this PS4 game that is basically all of that 
but like so so much better like i looked at that as a kid as a ps1 ps2 game went how could they make this game any better other than graphically and then i've played this and gone so they've done that now how do they make it any better again and it's funny that you say miles morales does increment that way which is impressive yeah and I, and I think even when you mentioned graphically there, I mean this game looks good and the new master has done really nicely but then when you go to Miles Morales and play that in the PS5 it's like wow like it graphically it is amazing um, and I think that's because you've got all the effects with the electricity and everything and it all really pops um, and it just it, it, how it, I feel that Miles Morales does take it that step up is because it removes a lot of that bloat that you get annoyed with. You don't have all the same crimes that you need to do, not to the same extent. And it just takes all of those kind of bits away and just makes it all a little bit nicer. Um, and some of the, obviously you get a bit more variety and what Miles can do and different abilities. And then it's got a bit more variety in the gameplay as well because of the kind of different hacking bits and pieces and he's about his um, electric abilities, etc. So it, it's nice in that way too. Yeah, that is quite cool. Something that you um, because you said this in in Discord, Alex, and it's something that it's made me want to go back and do um when I get my copy of this back from a friend of mine, is that you were saying like you sat and like your son would ask if he could watch you play this, and I think that's yeah. like I don't know, I can't name another AAA game that as you know as adults who play a lot of games, we'd willingly play again that. Equally, we could sit with our kids and play and have them be like, oh, wow, this is so cool. And then when they get to, you know, an appropriate age, I just can't remember what the, the game's rated as, maybe a 12. Um, but I can't think of many AAA games I would want to sit and play again for my son to watch and then yeah. have him play and I'll help. I think this is really unique in that way. Yeah, and, and I think that's very much because it's Spider-Man, though, isn't it? Because your, your kids are very much, oh, Spider-Man, I know what Spider-Man is. I want to play a Spider-Man game. Can I watch Spider-Man? I'm like, of course you can. Come on. It's like, we're just going to watch Spider-Man. And then you get an extra little half hour when you want to sit and play it because they want to watch it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it, it's, just, it's almost seen their eyes light up as he's swinging through. And he's like, wow. And now, like, um, my son will walk by and he'll kind of just pretend he's shooting webs out of his wrist and stuff. And it's, it's so cute. <laughs> but it's... It's very nice in that way because it's the first game. I mean, he likes Mario. He'll say, can we play Mario? And he'll watch Mario. But other than that, this has been the only other one he's been like that with because he's not really into the kind of playing game stage yet at all. Um, But he certainly likes watching it, which has been really nice. Yeah, that is cool. And it kind of, it makes me really excited seeing what Insomniac have done with Spider-Man, knowing that their next franchise or the next thing they're taking on is Wolverine, who I'm yeah. probably a bit more versed in, but I like, I adore Wolverine. He is my absolute favourite comic book character, probably from anything. Yeah, that uh, that's going to be uh, really interesting to see what they do with that character, because he's such a completely different person. I, you know, he's yeah. very much more violent and grumpy and... Um, yeah, it's I think it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be really interesting to see what they do with that character. I think at the moment that might be if that game is of the same caliber that that Spider Man twenty eighteen and then Miles Morales were, that might be the game that gets me to buy the PS five. Yeah. Yeah, you might be right. Um I think a new Uncharted game would do that for me. <laughs> if they came out tomorrow and said there's a new Uncharted game coming out in a year, I'd be like, Right, okay, let's start saving. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I love the first Spider-Man game so much. I mean, I that was my it's my only platinum on on Sony. Um, you know, I, I got so invested in that game, and I just wanted to do everything. And I got the DLC, and I finished all that as well. Um, but I, I and and that was it. I never went to Mars Morales. Um, still haven't played it to this day, and uh, I don't really know why. I love the game. I love Spider-Man so much. I don't know why I wasn't there day one. It's really weird, but that's me. <laughs> Probably the scarcity of of the PS5 at the time. And even now, I mean, they're not easy to get hold of, but you were probably a little bit like, I'd like to play it, but I also don't have access to play it. So yeah, well, back burner. Yeah, I mean, you can pick up Miles Morales on the PlayStation 4. Um, I was just looking at it just a second ago, but Amazon is selling it for £75 at the moment. And I'm like, eh, I'm not paying £75, sorry. <laughs> no, because it's, it's not that. even... Yeah, I was going to say, it's not even a f- really a foot in the inverted commas a full-size game in the same way that the original mm. was, right, Alex? Yeah, no, it's definitely not. It's much more pared down. Yeah, so I, I don't know where Amazon are pulling that figure from, but they can uh, shove it right is back where they ultimate, got it from. Is that the ultimate edition? Because that was the one that comes with Spider-Man Remastered as well, I think. Uh, no, um, this is just the uh, general PlayStation 4 version of Spider-Man Miles Morales. That seems odd. No, that seems inc- that seems incredibly overpriced. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, in some ways, I was kind of hoping that you know by now it would be down in price. And I know the PlayStation Five versions got slashed in price quite recently, yeah. didn't it? And it got down to like twenty quid or whatever. But the PlayStation Four version seems to be holding its value. It's quite annoying. <laughs> That's odd. Speak to Ben. I think he's got about four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely have to do that. But um, I think one of the other things I remember uh, quite happily about playing Spider-Man was um, never been able to do, decide on which suit I was going to wear. Um, was there a particular suit that you just landed on and stayed in? Um, no, I think every time I could upgrade one, I ended up just staying on the upgraded one for a while and kind of trying them all out. So I, don't, I wouldn't say there was one that was a particular favourite. I think I, I cycled through quite a few of them as well. I don't think there was one that I liked the most. I think there were some that some that looked cool, some that were funny, and some that you know the skills for were quite cool. I think the Spider Man twenty ninety nine suit I spent quite a bit of time in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as soon as the uh, Tobey Maguire suit from uh, from the two thousand and two Spider Man came in, that was that was it for me. That's <laughs> in that, bad that was, boy until the end. That was a post release one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I'd finished it by the time that came out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was that was a cool little touch. And then have they gone back and put some of the Tom Holland era suits in since? I think the remastered has got a few more in it because they obviously the remastered edition they redid Spider Man, so he's very yeah. much more Tom Holland than he was whoever he was based. Oh, of course, on yeah, the, they replaced the, the actor, game. didn't they? Yeah, they replaced the actor and the the whole character model in the second in the remastered version, which I'm assuming was a licensing thing or something. But it's certainly much more Tom Holland in that perspective. Um, yeah, see, I I played it when it came out, so I played played it the old school Peter Parker, the old the old one. Um, 
But all oh, this chat really makes me want to go back and play it again. Yeah. So, so, so um, probably one little tip which I completely missed. So this is a very good game if you're trying to just get through. Maybe you're having a boring conference call or something, or you're on a team's call and you're just sitting <laughs> listening. You could be doing a few of the crimes, which is very easy to do. You might have a set of headphones on and you're listening, and you could be talking in your microphone and forgetting that the sound comes through your controller. <laughs> um, oh dear! So, so you, so you might be sitting and there's all these noises of like you're pushing through the through the city as you swing because it's coming out of the controller, and because you've got headphones on, you can't hear it. Um, so maybe just remember that. Pro tip there not to have it coming through your team's calls. Yeah. Pro tip if you're going to commit clock fraud, turn the audio on the game off. (laughs) Yeah, or just remember to turn the audio on the controller off. Yeah. I had the the audio on the game is completely off. Of course, yeah. Oh dear. Did you get some funny looks, Alex? I don't think anybody realised. I think think it was fine. Um, but I'm a bit like I, I took my headphones off at the end of the call, and then I'm like, "What's that noise?" And I'm like, "Shit!" <laughs> <laughs> so it's been doing it the whole meeting. That's amazing. Yeah, oh, amazing. I mean, Brilliant. I'm not saying I sat and commit lots of clock fraud at all. It's no, just one of those no, those no. calls that you had to sit and listen sure. to and couldn't really do much else. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. No, there's no clock, clock frauding going on at all in our Discord server. No, no. I mean, no none of that happens at all. No, nope. zero. We're not bad influences on people whatsoever. Um, cool. All right. Well, that's Spider-Man. Um, just one more game to talk about, which I don't think is going to take too long, uh, which is our Discord uh, w- winner for January. And that is, uh, well, the Game Awards awarded the Game of the Year. Um, it takes two. Uh, I didn't play it, to be honest. Um, didn't get around to Jason. it. Jason. No. Nothing, I have nothing to say about it, so I'm just going to put my feet up and uh, let you crack on. Yeah, this, one, this one's yours, Alex, because I... Um, have you not played it either? Is that all on me? No, uh, I, yeah, I don't have anyone awesome. that I can, can play this stuff with, and I know we a few of us were trying to line some time up with Discord, but we it's just, just at that time it. of year where... Yeah, it's just that time of year where none of us I have did. the time. Yeah, I mean, I did mention it to the, to the wife, um, but she was not that bothered, so it's like, okay... Fair enough, I'll go and... Well, I, I haven't played the whole of this game, but I think this game is absolutely fantastic. Like, it is so well done. There's so much variety in it. So many different styles of gameplay. Um, the reason I didn't get as far through it is because, I think as I've mentioned to you guys before, my husband is not a gamer in any way, shape or form, and he did agree to play it with me, and we did manage to do quite a few levels, but I didn't have the patience to see it through. Um, it, it's very you need to work together. There's no two two ways about it in this game. It is a co-op game for a reason, and it's not a co-op game like you're just totally poking a plane through a game. You need to work together to get through these levels. Um, and that can be a challenge. Mm. Yeah. Does <laughs> yeah. this go onto that um that list of games that you, you know you see people mention where? Like oh you know if you're if you're not sure whether you and someone are going to work out play any of these games together and it's you know stuff like this and Overcooked is my favourite example. Oh God, I hate Overcooked. <laughs> hate it. That's stressful. I mean, I wouldn't say it's quite it's quite to that level because it's it's not as intense as that, and you can work it out. And you can take your time, and as long as you communicate well, you'll get through it. But it's it's taking things for granted. Doesn't I mean we all do. Like you just you know when you start playing a game, you're going to use the 
the right thumbstick to move the camera. That's what we're attuned to doing. Like, that's how we play games. And then when you're shouting at someone, go, move the camera. And you're like, how do I move the camera? What are you talking about? Move the camera. And I'm like, ah, yeah, that's the level we're working at here. And I ended up just not having the patience to develop that. Um, I do think we will go back and finish the game. I mean, we did get through quite a bit of it. But uh, it's a long game, isn't it? Yeah, I think it has 12 to 14 hours to get through. It's it's not as short as you think. And I think when you look back to their first games that we out, um, it, was on, it was a much shorter. Um, this one is longer, but it takes a bit of investment there as well. So you, you need to sit quite a few nights to get through it and probably get a good run at each of the levels because the levels aren't short. So you probably want to kind of do it at a level in a like probably one or two levels max per night um, to get through. And each level is very different, so it's not like you're you're kind of learning what you're doing in the first one, which is maybe more of a platformer, and then you can go into the next level and it's like racing, or you can get to the next level and it's like an FPS, or you can get into the next level and it's an endless runner. Like, there's so much variety to the gameplay. Like, it basically anything you could think of is basically in here. And the settings are all around, basically you start in this person's, like this, it's based around the stories that I don't like about it. It's all very much, oh, mummy and daddy are getting divorced and it's having this impact on the child and I'm not making, saying that's not a serious issue at all, but the way it's presented straight away, you're a bit like, not feeling this, this story's not for everyone, like, um, and then the book of love comes over to try and teach them how they're, how they're, actions are impacting on their child and this whole you are the mum and dad you're playing as those characters as you're going through the game and you're kind of realizing as you're going through what impact you're having on your child um to the extent and i don't I'm obviously i've not got to the end of the story so i'm not sure how it ends up but i'm assuming that they reconcile i'd be quite surprised if they don't um so the story is an acquired taste i wonder how much of that though is by necessity, so I wonder if it's like a chicken and egg thing. So did they come up with the the concept and then the story to fit with the concept of the game they wanted to build? Because I can't it, think it of how you'd like. How could you frame that the style of game that it is, the way that it plays? How could you frame that around a different situation? Like what other context could you give it? I guess. Yeah, I don't think there could be much, but then again, if you didn't have the story to begin with, I'm not sure how you would have come up with some of the concept, like the book of love and everything, like kind of taking you through it and all that. I feel like I'm not sure about where they came first. I'm sure there's probably interviews out there that Joseph Fares has is, is kind of explained where the idea came from. But yeah, I think you can you can detract from the story as much as you want. The gameplay kind of sells itself, and you'll still enjoy this game whether you buy into the story or not because of the, the kind of nature of the gameplay. For example, same one of the levels, like one of you is someone that's got a nail gun in their back and needs to fire all these different nails into the wall, whereas the other one's got a hammer and needs to then get across various obstacles by hanging off these nails. So you need to kind of line up between you that you're maybe shooting the nails into the wall to, at the right time so that they can make a jump or catch it or do this. Um action so it is or the kind of first one is you need to fire stuff towards a hoover you're fighting within a hoover 
Um, there's then levels where you're basically fighting against the giant bee and all the all the levels are in line with the part of the house that you're exploring so one of the bits there where the hammer and the nail you're going through a toolbox where you're fighting the vacuum cleaner you actually get sucked up into the vacuum cleaner so you're exploring through the vacuum cleaner there can be bits where you're looking in the tree house there's bits where you're maybe in the the kids room so all of the different stories and levels are based on where you are in the environment um and then the gameplay kind of adapts to fit that environment. Um, so, I mean, it's really intelligently done. Yeah, that does. That sounds spectacular in the way that that's been thought out. Um, and I think, you know, if nothing else, as much as, you know, you, like you say, it plays fantastically and the variety is excellent, credit to someone for going out there and building a game that is so co-op focused Yeah. and, like, making no excuses because they've obviously absolutely smashed that that type of game but i don't remember a, i don't remember a game that you could only play co-op going back like i don't know almost as long as i can remember i can't remember the last game that you you know had the only to play one co-op. i can the only one i can remember is a way out which was their previous game so the his light studio seems to be very much this as their thing they make co-op games because they see the value in co-op game from a social perspective that is their mantra is it yeah. Um, essentially to do co-op and do it really well and that's exactly what they've done because I know there was a lot of oh why can't you have single player why can't you it wouldn't the, work it's just that same fundamentally experience. just wouldn't make sense right yeah it would not at all because you'd be a bit like you'd almost need to do it right and controlling that character for this bit and now I need to do that and the gameplay would need to become so disjointed that it just wouldn't be fun yeah probably take you uh Double the amount of time too. Well, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say you can't make an a- you can't order an AI around, and you're not going to make an AI that's as logically thinking as a human. Yeah. Well, it sounds uh, fast. Sorry, go. It's gone. Just going to. I just feel it's a bit of a shame that this one we didn't end up getting the time to play. And I think it's mm. very much the time of year it fell at. I think because it has been January. I think trying to trying to arrange that time after everyone's maybe had the break over Christmas and getting back into the the slog of January that it's been <laughs> hard to actually get together to play this one with someone, so it's just fell at a really bad time, unfortunately, but I do really want to play through this whole game. Like, mm. at some point, I will play through the whole game, because what I've played of it, I have absolutely loved. I mean, it does sound a fascinating game, from what you've experienced, uh, explained, sorry. I mean, I didn't really realise that all the different kind of gameplay it features, or the different ones, and makes me more intrigued um and i've heard the the bad things that or or the parts of the story that a lot of people didn't like um and such which also made me a little bit wary but i mean like when i've heard about it and they've said like the actual gameplay and the game itself is is still worthy to experience and just brush over the parts of the story that may be a bit strange um you know, just just to experience what they what they've included in this, and uh, I'm definitely more intrigued now, um, knowing all those different kind of gameplay features are included in that. Yeah, yeah I think I think we should definitely try and play it. Yeah, yeah, I think we should definitely should. Mm. Yeah, get get some sort of weekend sessions together. I think after what you said, Alex, about getting your um your husband to play sections with you, I might try and convince my wife to do the same thing because she's very much in the same boat, kind of. She likes Zelda and she'll play Mario and Mario Kart um, and she quite likes Pokemon Animal Crossing but 
anything with the the two joysticks the coordination to move with one and look with the other isn't quite there but i do want to try it i think mm. you've you've completely convinced me to try and convince her to give it a go <laughs> especially because you know there's you know we have phases where we watch you know we binge tv and there isn't anything like that at the moment mm. and i think this would be a really fun experience for us to for us to do mm. yeah definitely yeah you might as well as there's nothing like you say uh to binge on tv at the moment definitely a good opportunity to do so um okay uh well there was our games for january um, nice little, nice little selection. Um, what's coming next is our game vote to try and decide on our game of the month for January. Um, so I'm just going to go around. We're going to start with our number three game and work our way up to number one. Um, Tyler, what would be your? I mean, out of these three games, what would be your number three? Purely, I think because I haven't had the opportunity to try it. It takes two has mm-hmm. got to be number three for me. It's it's another one of those months that um that we've we've had with playlist and game club where none of these are bad games. Sure. Like all of these independently are like eight out of ten probably in my eyes. Well, one of them um, a bit higher. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think just purely because I haven't had a chance to play it, I'm gonna have to put it takes two as my third choice. Yep. Uh same for me. Um, um, for for the same reasons you've just said, that would be my number three. Just based on base, based solely on on what you've uh, what you've said, um, Alex. I'm taking a, a a pure Marie Kondo approach to this, and what brings me joy, and what brought me joy. So, unfortunately, <laughs> no one's coming here. Oh, man, free will and all that, you know. Oh. Okay. Fine, fine. It's all right. No problem. Number three is Horace. That's all right. We can deal with that. Don't just stop the host, Alex. Like, she won't be in the back. Games. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I think I think we're a bit late for that now. It's fine. Gloves <laughs> <laughs> um, are off. <laughs> the gloves are off indeed. Um, well, I forgot to mention uh, before we did this um, was a. Uh, I forgot to mention the Discord vote. Um, so before we go any further, I just want to bring that up. And uh, as always, every month I ask the good people over on our Discord what their game of the month was. Um, and for January, um, It Takes Two got one vote, Horace got four, and Spider-Man got five. Um, so before we go any further, I mean, Spider-Man already has one vote in the bag for their game of the month. Um so knowing that, let's move over to Tyler to find out what his number two game was. Before before we go down this road, Jason, you know my bank details, right? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, this this is really tough because I didn't play Spider Man that recently, but I have such fond memories of it, you know, and I love it, and I want to go back and replay it. But Horace, I will remember for a long long time so i think my number two is going to be spider-man nice good good votes yeah. that. <laughs> it's it's an exceptional game it's so much mm-hmm. fun um but ultimately it's a triple a game and judging that against other triple a games as much as it is very very good it isn't it isn't as good of a triple a game as i think horace is as an indie game fair enough i'll slip that um 
50 quid note. <clears throat> two, two, yeah, thank you. A little bit later, mate. All right. Thank you. Um, Alex? Yeah, my number two would be It Takes Two, mainly probably because I've not managed to get through the whole game. That's the only thing that's probably dropped it down below Spider-Man for me. Mm-hmm. Cool. And yeah, my number two, uh, obviously, is Spider-Man. I mean, I'll be doing... Surprise, surprise. I know, right? <laughs> no one saw that coming, did they? No. <laughs> um, and it... it I mean, like, I'm not brushing Spider-Man off. I mean, like I say, I mean, it was one of those, still one of those games that I really invested in, you know, t- to the point where I did everything in the game to get the platinum. Um, uh, so, so I'm not tr- trying to brush Spider-Man off at all uh, easily and just go, oh, well, Horace one because it's a great game and everything. I mean, Spider-Man is such a great game for everything that we said and you get so invested in that world and the story and, and just want to explore every corner of the world of New York in that game. And yeah, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely just not a game. I'm just brushing off, you know, or, or, or anything, but as Tyler said, um, Horace will stay with me forever. Like the platforming sections, some of those, some of those parts that they put in that game. And I said that, uh, that was one of the questions I posed to Paul um, on the second opportunity that I've had to interview them for my for the Wolfie Pod. Um, it's like you know when you were making this game, like was you did you do some of these sections and go, oh, I'm being a bit mean here, you know? <laughs> like, am I am I being a bit of a git, really? Aren't I? You know, or was you like, nah, I'm just going to let them sweat, you know? Um, so yeah, you can go and listen to the Wolfie Pod to to hear what he said to that question, but. Um, just some of those platforming sections, some of the nostalgia stuff that they they shoved into that game, and the the just remembering the shock and the awe of seeing these things in this game, and then chuck the story on top of that. Um, yeah, it just it's just something that's just going to stay with me forever, um, and that's why Spider Man is my number two because Horace is obviously my number one. So. I, th- I think I just something. I almost feel like I want to want to apologise to to Paul and Sean for <laughs> for what? Because I mean, I appreciate everything that they've done with yeah, this yeah, game. Yeah. Like, th- there's nothing bad about the game at all. And I think this is something I also mentioned on Crosscast last week. I'm like, I'm going to remember Horace for a long time, but probably for different reasons. Is you guys? I mean, like the reason why I bought. The physical of this is more to do with Horace is going to remind me of now. It's going to remind mm. me at this point in my life and the experiences we've all had over the last year or so, and kind of because it's very much sentimental of this point in time. And I think that was my main reason for picking it up. I'm like, I'll always look at that game and remember this time. And that yeah. was, I know that's quite, uh-huh. but <laughs> it, it is very much that that was my reasoning behind it because I think it's going to symbolize this kind of period. Sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, every time I look at it, I'm going to think back to this uh, point in, in my life, definitely. Um, and as you were just talking there, I think um, another thought just popped into my head, which I think maybe tips Horace more over Spider-Man. And that I think that's just the shock value of Horace because you walk into Spider-Man and you kind of know what you're going to yeah. get. You know, you, you, you've got certain expectations in your head uh, and obviously they're included in the game. Um, no matter everything else that they threw in 
um, that still kind of surprised you. It was still kind of expected, and Horace was you just didn't know what was to come and like i think the shock value of the story and and the stuff that was included was just so much more higher uh which i think elevates it to that point of staying with you much more longer than um the other games yeah the the amount of times that playing through horace I just lost it, either laughing or <laughs> yeah. or pure rage, or I get that reference and yeah. stuff like that. Like, the, there's Spider-Man is a known quantity, and yeah. I saw actually saw something about this a little while ago. If you make something with the Spider-Man IP, you're given a list of stuff that you have to adhere to. Sure, yeah. So you know, so anyone who who goes into that knows what they're expecting. I went into Horace expecting this quaint, happy, fun little platformer. And got this like incredibly British, awful, dark humoured, <laughs> pop culture filled, emotional. Yeah, yeah, it is emotional at times. Mm. Yeah, but I just, it's just funny and unique. And like you say, Alex, like especially for all of the hype that I went into this with from from the cross players over the last sort of like year that I've been part of the, the community going into this as like this is the game that you guys will rave about and like nothing else um, I will always remember it for that as a case of like I knew nothing about this game I'd never heard of it I'd never seen it really mentioned by anyone else mm. and it is a game that I will recommend to people now and I will when my little boy is old enough um, I mean it, it it's 16 bits, so by the time he's old enough to play it, he'll think I'm some sort of dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> and that Horace is like, you know, the video game equivalent of an abacus. But yeah, I want, you know, I want him to play it. I want, mm. you know, I want my brother to play it at some point because he's never heard of it. But I can see, you know, I can imagine him texting me at three in the morning going, wait, what? Yeah. Well, I'm getting that now because my co-hosts from the Wolfie Pod are playing through it now. Um and I keep getting messages going, oh my God, look at this reference and oh my God, look at that. And it just brings me happiness. But um, I think where where you just touched on there, Tyler, was about not knowing about this game and kind of only learning about its existence through the cross players. And that's that's very much my one of my experiences of being part of this community as well is learning about a lot of games that I didn't know existed that were pretty damn good. Um, yeah, and it's one of the beautiful things about about the cross players and coming into Discord and being part of our community is that we, you know, not only are we uh, a friendly bunch of people. I mean, we there's never any uh, discourse or 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 angriness or anything like that. We're all very nice to each other, and, and it's a it's a it's a great place to be. And um, we're all it's just like for game experiences, you know, like I've been uh, introduced to so many different games that I would never have touched uh, at all or even heard of that I have and played and had a really good time. I mean, I don't think I'd ever have played Psychonauts or Spiritfarer or Control yeah. or, um, or you know, there's plenty of other examples I can't think of right now. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a wonderful community uh, of people and... Uh, you should all come and join us because it's lovely. 
Indeed. And just because playlist is ending doesn't mean the recommendations no. dry up. No, no, no. No. No, I mean I from you from you alone, Alex, I've had plenty of recommendations for Game Pass stuff. I mean I finished The Passenger last week that I don't think I'd have looked twice at without a few of you guys suggesting. Um my little boy for I don't know quite why, but he's decided nobody saves the world is his new favourite thing. And he's asked <laughs> me to play it twice, I think, today. Yeah. So I'll be playing some more of that with him. Um Control, I think I've got three of my mates to play since it was in Game Club. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lewis is basically obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, a little worryingly so. That's <laughs> ironic. He ended up obsessed with it, but didn't play it when it was in game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that did make me laugh. It was like <laughs> it was almost a year to the day, I think, that from it being in um, in Game Club that he started professing his love for it. Mm-mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I mean, um, we haven't quite crowned the game of the month for January just yet so we, we need to do that make that official um, that's a tie um, oh god it is isn't it <laughs> I'm raining on your afraid a little bit there Jason oh I was getting so excited but you're right isn't it because if me and Tyler have voted for Horace and you voted for Spider-Man and Discord voted for Spider-Man I nearly got away with doing the playlist completely without a draw I mean what the f- Fudge, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm not walking out of this podcast with two winners. One of these games is going to win our game of the month. So right. is, this, is this you going to force me into concession? Is this essentially, no, is this I want, essentially I want, where we're going? I want to do it as fairly as possible. Uh, I'm not going to make it, you know, um, I'm not a dictatorship, you know. Uh, so what's that, what's that threat I've just seen come through on my phone? <laughs> What, what, the £100? Um, no. <laughs> Can't buy me, I'm not that cheap, Jason. <laughs> Damn it. Um, the only thing I can think of doing, uh, fairly, is to pull up a... Uh, is to, to give Horace number one and Spider-Man number two and then go to a number generator. Nah, I, 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 I think I, I can allow Horace to be the winner. I think for what it represents and given this is the end of playlist and just giving it an extra point for having the golden girls in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, I hated that mini game though. That was a fuck up. Not yeah, gonna I don't lie. like the mini game, but anything with the golden girls in it is a winner. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. I mean so the, I, the, the I, post I think I, you say that about the golden girls and I preferred the the, uh, the post office game because it um, I think one of them had Pat Butcher in it. So I like to have we does in pet one as well. Yeah, I didn't realise that until the um the interview that you did, Jason, and I was like, That's that's such a sly little and the sure. way they skirted around it in the interview. Yeah. Like it's not the cast of, but they look very similar. Yeah. 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 No copyright infringements going on here. Yeah. No. Um but I think I can be the bigger person he didn't appreciate the fact that Horus can, can be the winner for as much as it being about the game as to what it represents to this podcast. I think it's it's the right decision. Okay, I take it. I'm not going to argue with you, mate, to be honest. So um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to take your kind gesture and uh, very happily uh, and run. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to declare Horus our game of the month uh, for January 2022 before you change your mind. So... Well done, Horace. 
give some clicks. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Was it worth the wait? Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. Okay. Well, this is the point of the podcast that I would um, now go through the games for February. But we don't have any games for February, so uh, won't do that. Um, Alex, do you have any cross-season stuff t- to mention before we let these good people go? Um, a couple of things we may be worth mentioning. So as part of cross-seasons, we did run a little competition who could get through Horace on the most, least deaths. And mm-hmm. I think it was um, Shy Guy who managed that. So he gets some bonus points after well also winning. Oh. <laughs> so he also won the first week's challenge of Season 2. So he's doing pretty well so far. Um, and the last week of Season 1 as well. He's, yeah, uh, he's in a good run. Uh, how yeah, how many... Run. Um, Bonus points does Shy Guy pick up for his Horace? I think it was ten. I might need nice. to I might need to scroll back and check, but I think mm. basically that's two weeks worth of points that he's kind wow. of that. Well earned and, as well. Yeah, yeah, that was a good death toll. Um, it was uh, not going to lie. I was keeping. A, uh, I, I think half the reason why I was getting cross with myself for dying in my stupid of ways in the game was just because there were stupid ways of dying. But the other way was like oh, I kind of want to, you know. Try and get to at least the same kind of level as Shy Guy, but I think I was about 30 or 40 deaths away from his 904 or whatever it was that he managed. So uh, Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was low 900s, wasn't he? I think I was happy to get in, because I got in under 1,000, but barely. Yeah. I was yeah. like, do you know what? I'll take that. <laughs> Absolutely, definitely. So I think we're we're into. I'm gonna get that. We're in week three of season one, eh, season two. Too many numbers. Um, and this week, well, this week's challenge was dot five. But probably by the time you're listening to this, we'll be on to something new. So all I can say is come into our Discord and get involved because it's certainly a lot of fun. Our cross season challenges it brings out the the best and the worst in our community. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, you, you can be sitting at half past 11 on a Sunday night just wondering <laughs> if Kevin Scully's going to post a little not even, little not even to say, yeah. to take it was win. four minutes to midnight on Sunday I'm sure he's doing it on purpose now yeah he pretty much admitted it he pretty yeah. much admitted it but I respect the man for staying up till five <laughs> to midnight to beat yeah, to yeah. win internet points <laughs> yeah yeah lots of respect being thrown at Kevin for that yeah definitely um, okay, well um, that's it. That's all the that's all the time we have for for uh, for the last playlist. Um, the doors are closing, and uh, a sad moment indeed for all the reasons that we've mentioned. Um, you know, like I said, you know, we've played some proper good games that we would never have touched or even heard of. Um, and I just want to thank everyone who's appeared on the Game Club podcasts, all the playlist, all the guests that we've had on, and all the cross players members that they've taken the time to to come on and suggest games for us to go away and play um you know we've all said that time is precious to us these days and um as you're devoted to some of yours it really is very greatly appreciated but still on to other things and desert island cartridges is returning um in a slightly longer format than maybe what you've uh, been used to or what it used to be but still very much uh, the same format and uh, look forward to uh, 
getting stuck into that and um, I'm hoping that the first one will be out very soon um, but thanks thanks Tyler thank you for uh, agreeing to come on um, it's been a pleasure having you on um, and yeah, thank um, you guys for yeah. for the offer I've, no. I've really enjoyed it it's been uh, it's been really good fun yeah definitely mate and um, if anyone is interested in finding out where you may live on the internet this is your opportunity to let them know. Yeah, so I, not that I post very often, um, but main place to find me, if not in our Discord, is Twitter, and my handle is fullmetal underscore bear. Beautiful. I do like that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, and Alex, as always, mate, thank you very much. Very welcome. As I say, as I said at the beginning, fairly. Fairly sad to end, but as you said, we've got Desert Island cartridges coming back, and who knows, you might see some other surprises in mm. the horizon. There's always mm-hmm. one or two things up our sleeves. Mm. Or up our trousers. Uh, okay. Well. No, not no, up our trousers. No one wants to go there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, they can find you at SS Alex 1984 on Twitter. Is that right? Yep, SS Alex 984 on Twitter, but best is come into our Discord. That's yeah. G- our nice tidy new Discord as well. Yeah, been, with categories and everything. Up. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful in there. Come and say hello. Come and join the conversation. Um like you say, you know, you'll you'll find a friendly bunch of guys um who'd like to say hello and uh, discover new games together. It's a beautiful place to be. Um you can find me at Jason UK and also on the podcast What's Wrong with Wolfie and the Dreamcast Years. You can find them on Twitter at the Pod and at Dreamcast Years. Well, all that's left for me to say is did the right game win? Yes, it fucking did. Awesome stuff. <laughs> See you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye guys. Bye.